Welcome back to another episode of Saving Grace. Today, we've got Sophia on the pod. Hey. Hello. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I, we were saying earlier, you got the colour scheme very I, correct. I needed the colour scheme. I yeah. needed to blend in. I needed to give the heavenly vibe. As you should. Yeah. We're in heaven, if you didn't know, obviously. Clouds. Um, so we're going to start right at the beginning here. Before you with Ashley Kane, all of that, what did you do? What was your job? Oh, wow. So before I was with him, I was doing aesthetics. Lovely. Yeah, aesthetic. Like filler, right? Is that a filler? Yeah, filler, cool. Botox, fat injections, oh. dissolving. Oh, yeah. I want a bit on my Profilo. chin. You don't need it. I'd like a bit, but I'm a bit scared of needles. Yeah. They're a bit intense. Yeah, I love injecting. Do you? Yeah. Do you like being injected or injecting? I don't mind either, but yeah. I prefer injecting. Like Fine. there's just something... That so, do you know what it is? It's because I, I'm giving confidence to people. Yeah, you are. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking are. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'm giving them confidence. Like I'm making them feel good. And yeah, yeah that's. I love that. You know, if if I'm looking for a girl, right, I'll look for the most fillery ones. I love like a fillery Essex girl. Yeah, that's my, so. I might just stand outside the shop. Yeah, <laughs> with my thumb out. Yeah, and see who comes in. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. Give them a loyalty card, and it can just be me. I'm the good client. You're yeah. a good client. Good client. <laughs> yeah. okay. I need that. So you met Ashley. How did you guys meet? So me and him have known each other for God, probably about fifteen years now. Jesus. But yeah, like so, we're from the same area, mm -hmm. and um, he was is a th three young, <laughs> three years younger than me. Yeah. Um, but we kind of like share kind of same friendship circles, mm -hmm. and we just kind of grew up around each other. Really, you were in a relationship for so long that I feel like when you came out, you probably thought. What do I do? Mate, when I say <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do out there these days, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the game has just changed. Like I'm it's in changed. a new era yeah. and I'm like, okay, like, so I'm going out and I'm thinking, what do you do? How, what do you say? Yeah. What? Do, like, what's the conversation starter now? I mean, everybody still thinks that I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Like, like we can't get that twisted here. Like I'm single. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm out here. Like I'm <laughs> outside right now. Okay. So like, like, let's not like like swerve any lines I there. hear that yeah and, and like for me I find it difficult because yeah. so many people think that I'm in a relationship yeah yeah and it gets like I go to different events mm -hmm. and it's like oh like yeah I like them too oh, what you two are doing are amazing so I'm thinking oh, okay like you're getting it and it's like oh I just love you two together like you're, you're so good him. and I'm like oh like we're, we've not been together for like over a year and a half yeah and people are like long? yeah do you know what you need you know you can get like the sunflower lanyard yeah you need like a single lanyard don't I you do yeah just being like stop fucking saying that yeah get my number instead <laughs> yeah I'll create it for you if can you want. yeah I can I need that at any time I need worry. help I need <laughs> help out here <laughs> right now like help I'm just struggling. So are you looking for a man or not really? So like I've been working on myself for so long and I just feel like mentally been working on myself, having yeah. therapy and I just felt like I need to be stable before mm -hmm. I go and take myself into somebody else's life. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think so many people bring so much baggage. So much shit. And the thing is, is they just offload it onto another person. Mm -hmm. And then the next minute, that person's then having therapy because of the shit that the other person's <laughs> brought to a woman. I'm You're just left with it all. Yeah. 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 So I'm just like, it's actually nicer to... Mm -hmm work on myself be kind to myself yeah like my confidence was shattered completely after losing azalea yeah my um my confidence was shattered after me and ashley had split up mm. and i just didn't know who i was anymore yeah so i feel like i've 
collectively got myself together. Yeah, did the therapy help with that as well? Massively. Yeah. Like when I say I was so anti-therapy, mm-hmm. I just thought, no, I've got a strong mind. I'm going to get through I all of do this. it. Yeah. yeah, I've got this. And then it was my best friend, Nikki, which was right. actually my ex-sister-in-law. <laughs> which is yeah. like Ashley's brother's wife. Yeah. Um, but like me and her are like thick as thieves. Yeah. We're so tight. She really, really asked me to have therapy. Oh, yeah. And um, to the point where she found me my therapist. Wow. Yeah, she really went above and beyond. And having therapy Mm -hmm. was the best thing that's got me to stand on my own two feet and projecting that and helping my brother as well. Like, Mm -hmm. my brother is, like, my bestest friend. Like, I love him so much. And just being able to help my brother without him having therapy yeah. and being able to share that with such a large audience that mm-hmm. I've got really empowers me as a woman. Well, everyone says therapy is amazing. Yeah. I might just do it, just talk about myself for an hour. You should. Just do it. Genuinely. See what they've got to say. Y- you should. It taps into areas. Yeah. Do you know when you, like, I'm a bit of a, like, I know it all kind of person. Like, I yeah. know that and I know that or yeah. experience that. And then sitting in therapy makes you go, wow, I didn't know that about myself. Yeah. I didn't realise that I can put things into sections. I didn't realise that people can be old computers and I'm the new Mac and yeah. I need to like, <laughs> yeah. reprogram that yeah. old computer into thinking the new ways and how we think. Yeah. And for me, having therapy, it's allowed me to go on to my TikToks. I do TikTok lives now. Yeah, yeah, I've and, seen you on there. Yeah, and I've, but... I've just... Like, I was so accountable on Instagram. Obviously, mm-hmm. my Instagram platform is like a million followers. Yeah. But on my TikTok platform, I probably started off with about a thousand because I wasn't a TikToker at all. Yeah. But using my TikTok was a place where it was, I was so accountable for like mental health through my Instagram. Mm. I felt like it was my serious platform. Yeah. I then found a place like on my TikTok where I can showcase my personality. Have fun. And have fun. Yeah. And not feel like, oh, well, you should be representing this. This yeah. is a serious role. And I didn't really know how to, like, create a personality and my purpose. I didn't want my purpose to be overshadowed. Yeah. Do you feel like sometimes, because your Instagram is very, like, heavy, as you said, it's quite yeah. serious. Not serious. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's it to is. the point. Yeah. So did you sometimes feel a bit of pressure to keep that and maybe not show your fun side a little yeah. bit on there because you Absolutely. think people would be like well that's not what we're here for yeah yeah and, and that's where I found my TikTok platform yeah and that's why I go on my TikToks and do lives because I feel like I've got no pressure yeah and I want to bring that to like my Instagram as well because I, I you should I, it's about like being kind to yourself mm-hmm. and people see me so much and go oh, look how far you've come or mm-hmm. like my makeup's done, my hair's done, I'm yeah. wearing a nice outfit. And they think that that pain's still not inside. Yeah, and yeah. I, and that's why I try and project kindness, inclusivity, mutual support. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like going on my live and hearing people talking back. Mm. We kind of, people see it as like we're having a FaceTime and a chat yeah, with yeah, each other. Yeah, exactly that. And it's like on there, the way that I've created a community on my TikTok now mm-hmm. is amazing because... I mean, my TikTok family, I call them, is really putting a man together for me. Like, yeah. they're, literally, they're building <laughs> yeah. the they're perfect man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these women are out there, <laughs> like saying, like giving me, like, oh, what about so and so? He's really not. That is got so perfect. funny. You like yeah. writing down the names. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. There's a there's a few that are like, <laughs> okay, like, I can take that. Thank yeah. you. So, 
Ashley, you were together. How long were you together before you found out you were pregnant with Azalea? Um, I think it was about three years. I can't really remember, but yeah, yeah. About three years. Were you shitting yourself? Um, giving birth, yes, because I thought, Tell oh them. my gosh, like yeah. how on earth is this? I'm like, Seriously. I was like a size six, yeah. five foot <laughs> two, and I'm thinking, is it Baby's got to come out of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the hell? Like, I don't, like, horror. That part was just like, nah, I mean, like, I had an emergency C section in the end. It was crazy. Were you, how did you find pregnancy? Um, I found it really bizarre that yeah, I had yeah. another human growing inside of me. It is a weird concept. That part was just so surreal. I just thought, mm -hmm. So what are we growing today? A leg or an arm? No. You could get those apps and like your baby is the size of a peach. I had that. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What a peach inside me. Yeah. Does it feel weird? You know, when a baby moves, does it feel, because in my mind, I think it might feel a bit sick. Yeah. It was like popcorn popping. That's Ooh, what I can describe it. Really? Yeah. Do you know, like when you see the popcorn, it's Put like. Put me off of that then. Yeah. It was, like, it was like little popcorn flickers. Like, no yeah, way. It, yeah. Did you get bad morning sickness or anything? No, I was really good. I say it was like an absolute breeze of a pregnancy. Like she was really, really good. Oh, Apart amazing. from she was like all like elbowing. Like she was like a fighter. The from fighter. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say from day one. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she was. Yeah. Doing MMA. Yeah. <laughs> so how long did you find out after you gave birth to her that she had cancer? So um, when I found out was eight weeks, like dead on. Early. Yeah. Okay. But when I started seeing signs and symptoms mm -hmm. was from five weeks. What were they? Um, they was cold type mm -hmm. symptoms um the tongue was getting thrush on the tongue right um her pale skin as well like she was very pale mm -hmm. i mean like me and ashley like i'm half um burmese english mm -hmm. so like half asian half english yeah. and ashley as well mm -hmm. he's mixed so when you look at the color you think Oh, like she, oh, she'd probably grow into a Yeah, yeah. She'd, she'd probably get olive skin, but mm -hmm. she's quite pale. Um, so I was kind of bringing these kind of symptoms to the doctor and then it was, she was getting bunged up noses. So just yeah. fully cold type symptoms. Right. Yeah. Did they take it seriously to start with or were they just They just like... said it's very normal, okay. um, very normal to the point where her tummy was also swollen mm. and at six weeks, babies have checkups. Okay, weeks. yeah. And um, what happened at six weeks is I've gone into the GP, done yeah. a full checkup and she's booked. When I look back at the pictures now, yeah. I'm like, how could you not tell as a GP? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and she had like mottling on her skin and her tummy was bloated she was congested and very cold type symptoms. Right. So all of the big symptoms there. Biggest symptoms. Like if if I've seen a baby now and mm -hmm. I've seen that. It, it, Straight it, away, you'd know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. And what was the type of cancer that she had? She had leukemia. So yeah. uh, there's two types of leukemia. You get AML and you get right. ALL. So there's two different types. Okay. One's a blood cancer mm -hmm. and one's a lymphatic cancer cancer right okay mm. wow yeah i didn't even know that i thought leukemia was just leukemia no wow and when you found out what were your first like thoughts um there was no first thoughts it yeah. was we was in a and e to the point where oh it was right so quick just it everything's going into action yeah yeah my um 
my um, <laughs> I, I kind of like use like azalea yeah um she was actually being looked after it was my mom's day to actually look after mm -hmm. her um because i just wanted um the grandparents yeah. to have um that chance to be able to look after azalea mm -hmm. you know from yeah. day dot and kind of make their own bonds yeah so um Ashley's mom has had Azalea and took her out like in the pram, like got to go around town with his sister mm -hmm. and um, kind of like really just like get that nice new experience. Mm -hmm. And then it was my mom's day um, to have Azalea because um, me and Ashley had actually gone to Manchester to do some work. Mm -hmm. So mom looked after Azalea and dropped mom, Azalea off to my mom. Yeah. But the night before, I'd actually changed Azalea's nappy mm -hmm. and you know, like being a new mom, like you get this feeling, like you want to take a picture of everything. I mean, they like stick their tongue out, <laughs> yeah. like you're changing a nappy. You're like, wait there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the camera's coming out just so you can get it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. like I'm changing a nappy and she's like smiling and she's just like, yeah. eh, like being really cute. Change a nappy, but in the camera, I'd noticed there was bruising on a stomach. No, no, sorry, not bruising on a stomach. There was mottling on a stomach. Right. right? Um, like, like as if she was cold and I thought oh like let me quickly hurry up yeah put the camera down as I opened a nappy and bearing in mind you change baby's nappies continuous yeah and I'm like I literally as soon as I see that like line that shows that she's weed or whatever you know yeah on, you're on it uh, OCD <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I've like undone a nappy and then noticed she'd had a bruise in a groin area right but because I do aesthetic mm -hmm. I know that when you put your finger over a bruise mm -hmm. if it disappears and yeah. then it kind of comes back that means it's okay i ran my finger over this bruise yeah and there was a lump underneath it which means that there's there's something right so it's like the body's either run down mm -hmm. or there's something happening but and i, and I thought this is weird about mm -hmm. this lump and this bruise and i thought that is not right yeah and it was like late at night then i took a picture and then i noticed like a bruise and i'm thinking is that because like Azalea liked to be like bounced a lot. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, do you know like genuinely just been a bit heavy handed yeah. and like bouncing her or I don't know what it were. Anyway, then the next day I'd like email the doctor, I sent a picture mm -hmm. and just said like there's a bruise, da 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 da. Anyway, I dropped her, come back to my mum's house and while me and Ashley was in Manchester, my mum thought... I need to go, I want to go and check everything's okay. Because mm. I said like, oh, she's got like this and like she's got a cold and the doctors have given us like thrush yeah. medicine. And, and so obviously like my mum's thinking, I don't want to worry her. Yeah. But I want to go and like just double check from my be own. Be safe, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to worry her. Like my mum was the kind of person that would be like, you and Ashley, you know, new parents, mm -hmm. go and have a bit of time together. Yeah. Look after us. So she's really good like that. And yeah, my mum took her into... um down to A&E because she worked in the shop in the hospital. Oh, okay, so right, yeah. She's got lots of friends in the hospital. Mm -hmm. so she thought, oh, I'll go nip down. And yeah, basically they did tests. Mm -hmm. And then I got a phone call when we was in Manchester to say, um, they're doing blood tests. Right. The the white blood cells are coming back at 200. And I'm, I don't know what. I going, wouldn't know what that I don't meant. know what yeah. it means. Yeah. So it's like the blood cells are coming back at 200 and they think it could be, um, Oh, something else. I can't remember what it mm. were, but I was thinking, oh, okay, like maybe it's like an infection. But we literally jumped in that car and we was like, yeah, M six to get back. And then we was in, um, we was in A and E. Mm -hmm. We walked in 
And then like, there was my brother there, my mum there, Ashley's mum there. Like everybody kind of came down. And basically the the guy sat us down and basically said, um, I'm really sorry to have to tell you this, but um, your daughter's got leukemia. Wow. It didn't register mm -hmm. that leukemia is cancer. Because yeah. of the scare mm -hmm. that I was in on that motorway all yeah. the way down, I was I was crying. I knew something bad was yeah, happening. I had a feeling. parental instinct. Yeah. Something's happening. And then it was like leukemia. And I'm thinking, okay, like leukemia, we can we can get this, we can get this sorted. Mm -hmm. So my head's like that. And then it was like, we need to send you guys over to Birmingham Children's Hospital. So I mean, Azalea was in like um a little cot. She mm. had about 10 people around our medic. And she's still so tiny as well at this point. Eight weeks yeah. old. And I remember like holding her hand and they was trying to take blood from her veins. Oh, yeah. But when the blood count is so high, 200 white blood count, it's hard to pull blood because the blood right. is now clotting. It's all clotting together. Oh. So they, can't, they couldn't take blood. Right. Um, and her little veins and her little hands, it's like, I, I was kind of, oh. from that moment, mm. it was like, I'd give her a dummy and she'd never had a dummy. I didn't want to have a dummy. Yeah. There was a dummy in a, in a bag. I gave her a dummy and I'm like literally putting my fingers into her hands mm. to, to let her hold on and stroking her oh. face while this was all going on. Mm. And then, um, yeah, they then the next minute we're catapulted into a hospital for six, four months. Did they tell you like the, is the word prognosis? Is that the word? Like, prognosis? Like as in... You know, when they say, okay, they can have either this long or this long. Did you have any of that or did they not? There was nothing. It okay. was basically like me and Ashley. I remember the first night when we got there, Azalea was in a in a crib mm -hmm. and we had a pull out. It was just like a single chair mm -hmm. that folds out into a bed. Right. And I was at the, he was laying down and I was like laying at the bottom and then just kept getting up to see Azalea. Like as a mom, mm. you just, he, Ashley was exhausted I was exhausted and um, we were in the same clothes and we had to kind of just wait for the guy to come in the next day and mm -hmm. do, they're literally in the labs yeah. testing and putting everything in like um, growing the bloods and I don't know like doing yeah. all of that kind of stuff to actually give us a diagnosis then we still had to wait and we had to wait and I felt That's like, the worst part yeah it's just waiting yeah I didn't That's know horrible and I just thought the next minute then she's had to go in and she's got to go and have surgery got put to sleep um it felt like a nightmare I thought yeah. I'd actually passed away yeah I felt I'd passed away and I was gonna wake up and I'm thinking like what's got all I cared mm -hmm. all I was doing was being a mom to Azalea yeah the whole time when the and then I become a nurse later on down the line yeah I become, like it was like I was sucking the information yeah like there's no tomorrow and I became a graduate in hospital of mm -hmm. learning everything that's amazing yeah your story with that it's first of all crazy how it blew up I remember while she was sick it was all like it was on my Instagram everywhere and it was the videos were so sweet because she was always just so happy yeah. in that it was just oh it was just so nice to see but do you ever feel like when you're on social media obviously you're posting your story of how it's going there's certain things people say that they think is an appropriate thing to say. Like, you know, when someone says, um, what's a good example? Like, you know, life 
life throws things at you with the people that can handle it. Yeah. You know, the yeah. hardest battle. God gives the hardest battle yeah, yeah. the toughest soldiers or, or stupid shit. Do you ever find with, does that piss you off when people would say that at the time or because it's not coming from a bad place? It's a really, really good thing that you actually touched on that mm. because I feel like I've never spoke about it before mm. and I just think it's really good to actually give you the answer to this. Yeah, because what do you say? Yeah, yeah, when I hear these sayings in my head, I'm just like, why are you saying this? Yeah. And I know why you're saying it because you're thinking, oh my God, what can I say to this it's person? It's like comforting. You're yeah, com yeah. comforting you like, um, you know, Azalea was too good to be on earth. Yeah. You know, like that one yeah. like, is like a knife. It feels like I'm just being stabbed. I'm mm -hmm. just like, like, um, but I, my daughter should be here. But yeah. it's comfort in, and I feel like it comes from generations mm -hmm. and years and years ago of yeah. knowing what to say. And I feel like I want to change that direction in how people actually comfort people. Yeah. Um, and like, not use them terms because mm -hmm. that actually, you know, people, I kind of hold face value and say, oh, like, yeah, thank you or mm -hmm. whatever. But really inside, I'm like, actually like dying. Yeah. So really, do you know, the, the best thing to ever say to somebody mm -hmm. in that situation is to say, you were doing so well. Yeah. Um, I'm really proud of how far you come in. Mm -hmm. Take time for yourself. Be gentle with yourself rather than giving them yeah, everything happens for a reason. reason. Yeah, everything like happens that. for a reason. And we're so used to saying mm -hmm. everything happens for a reason. I'm like, but what reason is this? I try to actually yeah. look at my reason. Do you know, because mm -hmm. it got said that much, I actually like start to believe and yeah. everything happens for a reason. So in my head now, I'm like, okay, it's happened for a reason because I'm going to go to heaven and join Azalea there mm -hmm. and she's going to get me through the gates of heaven. Yeah. So that's the reason that this has happened so we can spend an, an eternity together. Yeah. So that's the kind of message. When I hear that now, mm. I think... I just divert to, yeah, yeah. because we're going to be forever for eternity. It's hard though, because you do think like, and also you get to a point where you're like, well, why me? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like you start really thinking like, why the fuck has that happened to I, me? I really tried not to do that. Mm. And that's because I, I felt so mm. at, after I lost Azalea yeah. that I thought if I start sitting in, why me? Why is this? Why is this? Yeah. That's why I had to execute my pain and turn mm -hmm. my pain into purpose yeah. because it was going to go two ways. I was either going to take my own life yeah. or I needed to execute it mm -hmm. into purpose yeah. and make changes in the pain that I've incurred. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do. When Azalea did pass away, how did you sort of deal with the grieving because I remember seeing you'd go to her grave which her grave was absolutely I call it her amazing garden, yeah. her garden yeah, is garden. the most amazing thing mm. but as you were saying and stuff like how did you because no what there's nothing can prepare you for that no. ever how did you um to go to Azalea's garden mm -hmm. and there's no preparation yeah there's no yeah. preparation it it feels like you are jumping off a cliff mm -hmm. and you've got nothing to hold on to. That's yeah. the only kind of definition that I can give to that. Right. And where I found it helped me was mm -hmm. to think I was so used to, as I had my attention 24 seven yeah. uh, until she got taken to Deval's, which is where she was 
like kept until we laid her to rest. Right. And even down there, I would go and surround her energy. Mm-hmm. And it was always about energy. Right. And um, like putting her favorite teddies around her, um, her blankets, always keeping like a picture of me, Ashley and her together. Yeah. Um, like in... In, in her Moses basket, which is where what, where she were with her Simba and her mm-hmm. Nala. Oh, yeah. Um, so her lion. So her energy like radiated her. So I was still doing motherly duties. Mm-hmm. And I was so lucky to have like a great, I don't know what they call them. Like they were called devouls. It's just like where she was. Right, like, yeah. I don't know what they call it. But it's like um, they, I would call in the middle of the day, I'd literally get panic attack. Mm. And I think, Where's Azalea? I need to. I need Azalea. I need to see it. Yeah. But then I would. They'd let me straight in. Oh. Um. And I. Oh my god. I would just sit in the room with her. And yeah. To the point where I still felt her energy present. Mm-hmm. And because it's all about energy, I felt like she was still with me, mm-hmm. even though she'd passed. It was. It's such a surreal feeling. Yeah. And then to the point where I kept going down and kept going down. Right. Like day after day. Like I'd go sometimes two or three times a day. Mm-hmm. I'd sit there and I'd light a candle from the moment she'd passed away. Yeah. I'd lit a candle. So I'd light her candle in her room. Mm-hmm. I'd sit and I'd read um, little stories, a book. Oh, We'd yeah. actually sit together like me, my brother, um, Ashley's mom mm-hmm. and that, like the family. And... Um, We'd read like a page each. Oh, that yeah. We'd just be sat in the room. Mm. So we would do things like that. And to hear it somewhere else, you think, oh my God, that's so strange. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. But I always say, do whatever. I, I still need to be a mom. Yeah. I needed to like taper myself off being an earth mom to mm-hmm. a heaven mom. And I yeah. didn't know how to do that. So I was kind of finding coping mechanisms mm-hmm. in how to do that. Yeah. Until the point of, People around, I could hear noise around me where people right. were saying, um, you know, like, she needs to close the casket now. Like, she needs to just, like, stop going down. But for me, it was, if everybody else doesn't want to go, because mm-hmm. you kind of come to a turn where you go, like, right, okay, that's that's my last visit. That's right, my okay, last yeah. Visit. You know, like, that's the last time mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And um, people have to find it in their own time. Mm-hmm. But I was... I had to find my own time as well. Yeah. And it was down to the point where, when it was down to the point of, I actually taken Azalea out of a Moses basket, of which she was, and then we had a casket made for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, me and Ashley, had both figured out what we were going to like write in it. So it's like when the casket was closed, there's like a picture of me, Ashley and Azalea. Oh, that's lovely, yeah. Um, together. And then we had the Ubi Doo, um, yeah. like song written it. And everything that she loved to have was surrounded by her. Uh, even to the that's point, amazing. Even to the point where I'd put a phone, like mm-hmm. a, a child's phone, just like yeah. a play phone, in her casket. And I'd tell her like, oh, um, whenever you need to get hold of mommy. You like, call me. Call me. Yeah. Like, I'm here. Like the most bizarre things that your mind would ever take you to. Mm-hmm. It was like I was packing her going away back. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it was. And then I had to take Azalea out of her Moses basket and put her into a casket. Um, Ashley wasn't around at this point. Yeah. Um, he tapped out at a certain part. Okay. Um, 
and there was no pressure and there's not like and I always said to him there's mm-hmm. whenever it suits any person like yeah. please nobody yeah. feel and I think that's a big message that people really need to understand that a lot of families end up arguing oh you didn't do this you didn't do yeah. that in them times you need to take that time so delicately mm-hmm for what you can live with for the rest of your life. Because everyone grieves so differently Absolutely. as well because there's no way to properly yeah. do I, it. I had to um, I, I had to pick Azalea up. So bearing in mind, I hadn't held my baby since I put her in a Moses mm. basket because you don't want to move. You don't want to yeah. move. You just want to lay her to rest. And like the guy that was there, Danny, um, I mean, he was incredible from DeVal's. Mm. And, you know, he was like, guiding me through like take your time it's mm-hmm. okay and it was like I it it was the most heartbreaking thing yeah transfer trans, transferring her from a Moses basket into mm. a casket and the inside was beautiful like lined with silk um the pillows the blanket yeah. um her favorite blankets that she'd have I even put like um a pink bobble hat on her, you know, to keep yeah. her warm. And like, it, it, it genuinely was like cozy and comfy. And mm-hmm. then I laid her to rest in her little lion outfit. Yeah. And do you know, like everything that she projected and everything she stood for and represented was, uh, was in her surroundings. Yeah. And it come to that point where um, I was still going down. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how long it was from when she was there to when it was Azalea's day. Mm-hmm. But I think it must have been playing on Ashley's mind that he was no longer coming. He yeah. didn't want to sit with children. They don't embalm them, which means with an adult. Okay, yeah. They embalm you, so you just preserve. Mm-hmm. With, with children, they don't do that. Okay. So he was frightened that he, as early was going to change mm-hmm. quickly, because they do say, you know, it, they change quickly. Mm. And it was like I just seen my baby. Like, I didn't see. That's fine. Do you want a tissue? Rosie, could we get a tissue? Don't worry, sorry. I know this is <laughs> Yeah, so... like I just didn't want... Um, I didn't see her of her deteriorating. Mm. I seen her as my little girl. It never changed. You're her mother. That's what it's... It's different, yeah. I feel. And then I think it... Ashley had asked me, like, mm. Saf, like, you know, is there much change? And obviously, like, I, I'm like, no, like, no, like, yeah. whatever. And I'm like... Obviously, now there is. Mm-hmm. There is, like, slight change. Mm-hmm. And as well in, oh, my gosh. There were the tissues <laughs> on the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as well, Azalea had a central line put in. Yes, um, yeah. To have the medication. Thanks, Thank you so much. Azalea had had a central line put in. Mm. I hope I haven't got a streaky face. No, you're all good. Put, don't worry. I put a lot of settings <laughs> on because I thought, I know I'm going to be crying here. Um, but like she had a central line put in mm. and there was something that I wanted, it, what I wanted to do right. is obviously she had an NG tube, which was going mm. through a nose to feed her. I wanted for her to be laid to rest right. without any medical intervention at yeah. all. That means the tube out yeah. which was, was taken out and then a central line, but you surgically put that in. Okay. Um, I'd called the nurses prior mm-hmm. um, and I like, obviously conversated absolutely everything. Mine and Ashley's communication with each other was like so seamless, mm-hmm. was so supportive. Um, and I said like, I want her to be pure. I want her to be laid to rest. Yeah. So pure without any plastic, any tubes. Yeah. Like just get it out. I wanted her to just finally be 
laid peacefully mm-hmm. and the nurses had came in and they actually removed her central line. Yeah. Um, the hardest thing, the most exciting thing for me was when I was in hospital mm-hmm. to get that effing tube yeah. out of her. Yeah. I wanted her to be free from it. And the saddest thing is to know that we're now removing it because you've passed away. Mm. That was... So I sat there by myself with the nurses. I mean, everybody else... Oh, so you were there while they were doing it? Yeah, I mm-hmm. sat in the room. Um, every time she had sedation or she had treatments or anything, yeah. um, it would be me mm-hmm. um, that would be there in. Uh, Ashley used to find it very difficult. Yeah. That's completely fine as well. Like, there's no pressure in doing any role. It was just... I'm just a control freak. Yeah. I like to <laughs> yeah. make sure that it's done properly and she's good and she's whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we took out everything and right to the point where we had Azalea's day, mm-hmm. um, I found a jeweler and I wanted Azalea to have, what could she have the, with mommy and daddy that's close to her? She's got the picture there and I'm thinking of everything that I can put in there. Um, so I found this jeweler and basically we'd got, um, azaleas and this is why she was still here with us. Cause we knew mm-hmm. obviously we got sent home at end of life. So I knew in my head I need to put things, even then I'm still putting yeah. things in place. Mm-hmm. So I'd got her fingerprint done, mine and Ashley's and basically made a necklace. Like everyone will always see me wearing my necklaces. So I've got, oh, that is amazing. So I've got her fingerprint there. So that's her oh. little baby fingerprint there. And then on, they need cleaning. That's how much I wear them. <laughs> but I've got her hand and a footprint there. That is such a good idea. And then I've got like Azalea Diamond Cambridge on her there. And then I've got her date of birth and how much she weighed. Oh, that's lovely. So like, and, um, and she has mommy, daddy and hers on her necklace. But yeah. I got her um, pure gold. So I got her pure gold. I wanted everything that she had yeah. pure. So she's got a love heart with mine and Ashley's. And basically we've... Me and Ashley have just got the same. Mine's in a love mm-hmm. part and his is in like a, a tag. Yeah. And we've got Azalea's fingerprints. Oh, that's like, amazing. And that's where we carry it with her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's... Well, she's also got the the foundation that you mm. guys started as well. Yeah. Which is huge. What is it? The Az- Azalea Foundation? Yeah. So what is like a, a standout moment for you during when you started the foundation or whatever, where you were like, this is blown up? We've raised a lot. It was obviously the public donating mm-hmm. for a GoFundMe yeah. um, to help us get to Singapore. And because the leukemia spiraled uncontrollably mm. out of control by the time, yeah, basically she'd relapsed everything. And yeah. it was um, so we'd raised in three hours. Well, she raised, I never say we, mm-hmm. Azalea raised yeah. in three hours over a million pounds. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and she also got over 80,000 people on the bone marrow register in one weekend wow. to give blood. So it's amazing. Them two like big points that mm-hmm. came to that point where after three hours, it was like the money was still carrying on, which yeah. didn't help us. So then looking afterwards, we, me and Ashley always knew that mm-hmm. we needed to give back. Yeah. We wanted to give back to everyone that was incredible to Azalea yeah. and us as a family. And then knowing that we want to create a foundation. There were so many... Childhood cancer is underfunded. Yeah. It's the biggest killer of children Which in the UK. mental to think about. Yeah, it receives less than 3% of funding. Wow. So us knowing 
how like rare they consider mm -hmm. it to be we then put everything into the azalea foundation yeah. so we already started thanks to our community i call you guys my family yeah it's like my it's my family i feel mm. so protected and close to like the public and because of them it's a powerful movement that each individual has done so mm -hmm. it's azalea that's created it but it's also the public yeah it, it, it's just that me and ashley have decided to figure out how to put things into place mm -hmm. yeah and executing that and making the azalea foundation was something where it was like wow this is where we're going to turn pain into purpose and yeah help hundreds of thousands of families have you guys, you, well, you have done so much, like, just out there stuff to raise money. Yeah. What's something that you've done to raise money that you thought you would never do? Mine is, I was sat on the sofa. Mm -hmm. Ashley's out there doing incredible, like, the challenges that he was doing. Yeah. Like, biking, running. He was doing like, it all. He yeah. was doing it all. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy, I mean, yeah. like, before, like, it's hard to get the guy to pick his washing up and put it in the washing basket. And <laughs> yeah. then the next minute he wants to fly around. Easy, yeah. Up and doing down all the of country, it. Doing yeah. everything. I'm like, where's this energy come from? Yeah. Um, I, but I mean, like the way he was executing his pain mm -hmm. of doing that um, and w was incredible. Yeah. And obviously me being a grieving mom and mm. I, it was so hard. Like my brain wasn't thinking. I have yeah. to have a baby anyway. You got the baby brain anyway, yeah. Already. So mm -hmm. then on top of this, I've got trauma and then I've lost um, my baby. Mm -hmm. It's like, what on earth do I do? How do I execute pain into purpose? Yeah. My pain into purpose was sitting on that sofa and Ashley kept saying, and I was like, what do I do? Like, mm. well, I don't know what to do. It's like, you need to find your purpose. Right. And I mean, I kept getting upset and I was thinking, maybe I need to just get on this bike. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, maybe, maybe I need to do a triathlon, yeah. Yeah, maybe I need to like get in and do that. And I mm. knew that that's not my path. Yeah. I am a woman that is not the athletic woman. Felt that, yeah. You know, like I'm yeah. just your everyday mm -hmm. female that's, that's there. And I thought, what would... I do. And I sat there, I was crying. I looked like a bag of shit. <laughs> I was just like eating so much. I looked at myself. My body had changed. My appearance had changed. My confidence had mm. lacked. Everything had gone to shit. Me and Ashley had split up. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I need to be kind. I need to be inclusive. I need all this mutual support and kindness that the public is showing me. Yeah. They are rooting for me. Mm -hmm. Like, let's put this into something. My biggest pain was being around children. Right. And I decided to do a Wear Orange for Azalea, mm -hmm. which is a non-uniform day that has now catapulted up and down the country where mm -hmm. I go and do assemblies. And it's got dual purpose. So mm -hmm. I go into schools and talk about kindness, mutual support and inclusivity. Yep. They have a fun day where they wear orange. There's no talk about... Um, scaring them with the facts and the statistics. Yeah. The message for that goes with the pe uh, with the parents and the teachers. So it's a dual purpose. The kids have a great day, fun, yeah. running around, being creative, have a great assembly, which I go and attend to as many as I can. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like we, we, it was just for awareness that I yeah. wanted to do that. And now like, I don't know the actual figures, but I know we're raising thousands and thousands. I think that's because I think sometimes, you know, when you're you want to raise money and I think a lot of the time you just 
assume, okay, well, I need to do something sporty or something like that, which is, of course, fine. But I think it's good that you've got a different way of doing it. You found your... I did. I found found my niche. And I Mm -hmm. feel like, um, you know, in schools, I really feel like the inclusivity is so important. Yeah. And I feel like me looking back of when I was a child, Mm -hmm. I was one of very few children in my school of colour. Yeah. Uh, There was probably like seven children in my school that was either mixed race or had a different ethnic background. Mm. And seeing the diversity throughout the schools now is incredible. It's changed a lot. And the inclusivity that they have. But there's also still lots of bullying going on. Mm -hmm. There's lots of pressure on social media about how we should look. Um, People just wanting to become an influencer because they want to be popular. Mm -hmm. Like how many followers have you got? Or people, you know, and schools are so controlled by that. Like, oh, yeah. And even us as adults, you know, like we feel the pressure Mm -hmm. around creating content, putting things together. Yeah. Like showing up looking good. It's like there's so much pressure. And I just want people and if I can go into schools and create that kindness into schools so we're planting the seed at a a young and early age they'll be kind to the children that they see in wheelchairs they'll Mm -hmm. be kind to the children that haven't had their hair grow back yeah they'll be kind to all the poorly children that they'll see in walks of life yeah I agree I feel like when you're when you're young as well I remember at school just being like all of the shit that didn't matter I was like, this is what matters. Like, I need to look like this. This is the most important thing. And then when you grow up and you actually go through life, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Do you know what happened to me? After I'd had Azalea and then I was catapulted into the public eye mm-hmm. um, and then lost my identity as a woman. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of parents, um, a lot of mothers go through that anyway after mm-hmm. having a child of not feeling confident in your body, your yeah. appearance, um, making time for yourself. I was putting filters on my, I was always having filters on my Instagram. Or yeah. You would never, ever catch me without a filter on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing, um, I did my book, which was Loving and Losing You Azalea, which become a bestseller. Yeah. And um, I had to go on to Lorraine to talk about the book. And then I went back on to Lorraine and talked about the Wear Orange for Azalea. Mm -hmm. And in the moments, I felt so low because I thought I didn't have a filter. Yeah. I've got a camera in front of me and they're not going to get the angle. It's going to be like non-filtered. And I felt so low in myself that when I watched myself back mm-hmm. I looked at myself and I thought what I'm saying is amazing but I look terrible yeah and I just thought right after that moment mm-hmm. I thought I went onto my social media me and Ashley were going over to an awards for the foundation in in London yeah and I thought I come on my Instagram and I was like guys I'm not going to use a filter anymore like yeah I really I'm not going to look I'm use- done I'm done with the filter. I feel so... I didn't actually say the reason of why. Yeah. I just said that we need to empower ourselves more and stop Mm -hmm. using filters. But really, it was because I was so low Mm. and I would only put a filter on my face to create anything. Right, yeah. And then from that day forward, you don't catch me with edits, filters, nothing. I don't do it Mm -hmm. because... If I've got a spot, I've got a goddamn spot. <laughs> yeah, we all if have spots. If I've got blemishes. Yeah. And you know what? It's like, if I've put weight on, I've put weight on. Mm. Do you know what? Like, yeah, I don't feel so great about it. But like, 
I'm just going to embrace that moment of where I am. Like, I've yeah. just lost my daughter. I'm grieving. Like, if I want to eat 10 pizzas and... You eat well, those I mean, I fucking pizzas. pizzas yeah. But, like, <laughs> chips and just go to yeah. comfort food. The only thing that was giving me comfort, mm. it's like I needed to do that. And that was a, a journey. And if I was looking fabulous at that part, mm -hmm. like, really, would it, like, mirror what I was going yeah. through? And then, like, I've took accountability from that and people... I, like I see women in the streets where they'll tell me or at parties and they'll say I really love my daughter following you because oh. you truly give that message of what I want my it's daughter to be yeah, yeah yeah and I look at everything like, I love Kim Kardashian I, I love the Kardashians yeah. and and like how they look and like and, and and different celebrities that I'm like oh my gosh she's flawless she's so beautiful mm. then I get to see these people in real life yeah and I mean, like, I'm sure you've come across it as well, where mm -hmm. you see people on socials. And I'm and I'm like, the editing that goes on with mm -hmm. changing body shapes, yep. like uh, the curves, the flawlessness, mm -hmm. everything. It's like, oh my God, like, she's still so beautiful. Like, why but it's do you not, need yeah. to be so glossy? Mm -hmm. Like, it's yeah. real to younger audiences. And mm -hmm. I, I just find that I am a role model. I'm, I'm an inspiration to so many women different men different yeah. people around where they relate to me in different ways mm -hmm. that i'm like how am i wearing this filter <laughs> yeah. what am i doing there yeah like it's not good like i need to show people that they're beautiful my friends hide out of my camera they're like i'm not getting in that <laughs> yeah. i'm getting yes, that there's a hollywood filter. four yeah yeah, yeah. And, like, and i'm like but you are so beautiful yeah and like yeah. we need so much more of that mm -hmm. yeah. i agree yeah. that is refreshing to hear because i am guilty yeah everything yeah filter photos hollywood for you are flawless like i'm Stop sitting that. here looking at you and you are flawless yeah. Maybe I'll stop using as many filters on my story. You should. I'm going to do it. Guys, like, she is actually like filter ready. Like you look gorgeous. Yeah, so how do you find day-to-day -day life now? Day-to-day -day life, I am now um, being kind to myself. Yeah. I've worked on myself through therapy mm -hmm. and now I'm working on myself physically. Yeah. In what I look like without filters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like good skincare. Is, yeah. I take that time out now when my head's feeling heavy. On a day-to-day -day life, I walk around with literally no makeup on. Yeah. Like felt I, that. yeah. I'm like moisturizer. Um, hair was in a bubble before I chopped it all off. <laughs> yeah. That was like like chop off the bad energy and let's <laughs> it refresh it. Um, and every day now I show up for me and I'm mm -hmm. so guilty of always putting other people first yeah. that I've just started to understand it's not selfish to look after yourself. Yeah. Um, it's actually selfless to look after yeah. yourself. It's very old so, fashioned to not. So bad. Yeah. And showing up for myself every day. Things that I would usually say yes to, mm -hmm. slowly am I starting saying no to. Mm -hmm. And if I don't want to go, I won't don't go. Don't go, yeah. yeah. Not feeling like I've yeah. exhaust myself to go. But I'm trying, because we was touching on these apps mm -hmm. of like dating things and this, that, yeah. and the other. And obviously like me now being in a position where I'm feeling confident, like I'm looking better, mm -hmm. I'm taking care of myself. I'm actually like looking to think, oh, like these apps are not for me. Yeah. I don't know how to like 
hey, how's your day? Yeah, it's good. What are you up to? Pointless ch just chit chat. Who cares? I literally yeah. call it shit chat. Like, <laughs> I just chat. haven't got time. Yeah. I'm so busy that I haven't got time to shit chat on mm -hmm. an app yeah. when I could be like doing something. I could be doing my washing. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. Doing the work. Yeah, because I chat into TikTok online, you know, <laughs> yeah. and chat into how's your day, and then you don't hear from <laughs> Yeah, of course. I, I'm actually going out more. Mm -hmm. So, like, now I'm going to, like, different events. I'm going to different parties. I'm actually going out, doing things without a purpose. Mm -hmm. I felt so guilty for years. Yeah. For doing things without a purpose. It had to be yeah. because I was helping the children, because I was helping the families. And I still mm -hmm. do that, but I didn't know how to put a line in between Sophia, look after yourself. And yeah. Sophia, that's your purpose. Yeah. Now I am day to day, like I've got a great agents that work alongside me that mm -hmm. do my work. And like when I say that like Social Nation are like my my family. Yeah. Like I work day to day with them like they're like having sisters and brothers friends. Mm -hmm. Like they're so close that we just work on new campaigns, different things that I stand for mm -hmm. as well. Like the things that we turn down that I don't stand for. Yeah. Uh, I'm so organic in how I work. I execute day-to-day -day life on projects of what I love. Yeah. And then I, as well, at the same time, I've got my foundation work. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's kind of like work, foundation work. Sometimes I don't get up till 10. Yeah. But I could be working till one, two in the morning. Because mm -hmm. that's how I need to cope with waking up, doing my prayers with Azalea and mm -hmm. doing that. But showing up every day for myself yeah. is, is a part of my new routine. I feel like it's been so good to have you on because I think you've you've got the positivity. And I think for other people that may be listening to this or watching this that are going through what you've been through, even in like the early stages of grief, it's amazing to see you now being able to live your life and still incorporating everything to do with Azalea and sort of just being able to deal with it. Mm. I think it's a really nice thing to see compared to maybe how you were yeah, absolutely. a while ago. So yeah, I think it's it's been so nice to speak to you. I've really enjoyed you. it. You were such a lovely person. Thank you. Is there anything you want to promote while you're here? I've got my new hero collection Stunning. Oh, this lovely. Is new, this is my new collection that I'm wearing as Beautiful. well. Beautiful. Buy it if you want to match the saving grace. Yeah. I've got my, do you know what it is? I've yeah. actually got, like, if I can actually speak about it for like no, two minutes. No, go ahead. Um, my, uh, turning my pain into purpose as mm -hmm. well is also um, what I wear and how I right. layer up and what mm -hmm. I take with me and how I cope. So for me, hero was Azalea, but the O is the diamond. Yeah. The middle name is diamond. Yeah. But then like on the back. I don't Go on, give a stare. Oh, I love that. The, can you see, can you see that, Rosie? Oh, can you see that? So on the back, yeah. the diamond grid. So basically, like, radiates, like, everything I for the dark. I love that. So it's like, that's me carrying my hero with me. Mm -hmm. And that's why coming here today, it was like, and I wanted to carry Azalea with me. That's why I got my tattoo. That mm -hmm. was like, I've literally got Azalea's portrait of my arm. Amazing. And, yeah, like, I just feel like it layering up mm -hmm. and carrying your pain with you in so many different ways is just, yeah, really. Clothing cool. with a purpose. Clothing with a purpose. I love that. Yeah get buying <laughs> <laughs> there's no excuse and we'll link the azalea foundation in the link below yeah. all of that thank you so much for coming on thank you it's for been a me. pleasure no more filters no more filters no more filters guys embrace don't hold me to that but i will be trying it thank <laughs> you if you've been watching give it a like and subscribe and if you've been listening give it a follow and a five star review